Would you like to exchange best practices and ideas to improve care, enhance operational efficiency, and address financial challenges with your peers? Becker's Healthcare is facilitating these conversations at their 8th Annual Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM meeting. You can check your eligibility for complimentary attendance at the link in the description. We are excited to welcome you in October. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Albert Valarin, Vice President and Chief Medical Information Officer at Nuvance Health. Dr. Valarin, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for the opportunity to present today with you. Now, I know we have a lot to talk about. There's really so much happening in healthcare and that intersection between clinical care delivery as well as technology, you know, is really so fascinating and moving quickly. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? Thank you. Uh, my uh, background is in emergency medicine. I was board certified in emergency medicine. Uh, I was trained in the U.S. military and retired as a U.S. Army Reservist uh, major in 2000. And uh, from then I uh, entered the life of an emergency physician for the first few years, knowing that uh, computers, technology will always be part of the care delivery model that, that the future had to hold and, and we needed it at the bedside. Uh, then came across the uh, opportunity to be a CMIO. I was CMIO for several healthcare networks since that time, but also noted that there's needed to be understanding that healthcare is a business. That's part of the business uh, to go out and understand where healthcare fit in the business world and where the business world health fit into the model of, um, of healthcare. So I, I worked with several companies and started a, a couple of companies as well in terms of utilizing technology and facilitating better care for our clinicians and operations across uh, several healthcare networks. Uh, have some education in medical informatics and currently pursuing a healthcare sector MBA. Thank you. Oh, that's amazing. You know, what a great experience that you've had. And I can imagine, you know, all that leading into where we're at today in healthcare, especially coming out of the last few years during the pandemic, um, you know, really has primed you to be a great leader in this space. Where do you see some of the big opportunities for uh, yourself as CMIO, but then others um, to really leverage the technology and, and clinical care possibilities um, to take care of patients better? And what are some of the watchouts and headwinds that you have your eye on as well? Post-COVID seemed to be a reset, a reevaluation of our healthcare model. What does it mean to be a care delivery network? What does it mean to be a patient experiencing healthcare within that care delivery model? We have to regain the trust of patients, safe to come back and see us, but also it's also safe to give information to us as we advance technologies. Uh, another goal was advancing clinical efficiencies. How has the EMR changed over the last 10 years, 15 years? And how do we better facilitate the utilization of that technology with the changing demand of our patients who are used to modern day technologies such as uh, Amazon and Google and search functionality and everything immediately available to them within a, a touch of a search button, et cetera? How do we bring that same experience to uh, our, our, our clinical care within healthcare networks. Another piece is driving the efficiency of the EMR. The EMR has to evolve, has evolved. We're working with our vendors and third-party technologies to really bring the experience for our clinicians to a much better, less burdensome uh, approach for patient care. And then supporting the operational strategic goals of the network. Financially, healthcare is a business. How do we drive better documentation? better facilitation, access to care for all our patients by 
bringing unification around uh, the goals we have set for our network itself. Got it. That makes a lot of sense, you know, and it's really fascinating to hear you talk about how all of those things come together in, in really making sure the care delivery in the network is supported, EMR changes that um, are going to be impactful, gathering data and getting them to the right people at the right times. And, and then two, just, you know, bringing uh, everyone together, the support teams coordinating better. I know that's one of the things that I hear time and time again, that, you know, the care coordination is so critical um, and is something that a, not, a lot of organizations are able to do well or, or up to where they would like to be. And so, you know, it'll be fun to see how technology can really help and support um, organizations, especially I know uh, one of the challenges for many is that they're short staff uh, or staff shortages and, you know, having to still provide care during these times. Absolutely. I mean, uh, in terms of how do we go from where we were and grow, how do we adding this value to the organization is utilizing technology. I think we feel, I believe that healthcare information technology is the enzyme in the reaction that needs to be expanded. How do we bring together all the facets of driving and transforming the clinical experience for the patients, clinicians, and operational folks around this new digital experience. We've heard before people, process, technology is orchestrating the symbiosis of function for successful care delivery. We have to unify, uh, make it a seamless patient flow, driving clinical functions across a network so that clinician, patient, and operational uh, uh, participants within this healthcare model find the information they need, care for the patients better, as well as be frictionless throughout the network, whether you're transferring a patient, patient accessing clinical information, operational financial leadership accessing data. It should be one place, so we all go to that one place to facilitate um, understanding of who we are today and then predict utilizing the technologies and information, the future where we're going to ensure we get there. Um, both safely for the patient, but uh, financially uh, profitable for the healthcare network. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. You know, and it's really helpful to think about and think through how uh, that technology is supportive, especially during a time where every resource and healthcare dollar is precious. You know, when you look at the times that we're in, and a lot of organizations, as we've been talking about, um, you know, really want to make sure they are doing the best they can to provide patient care and be innovative, while at the same time, they may not have uh, the financial infrastructure just right now to, to spend on everything they would like to do. So what is one thing you still think is important for them to do this year? What's uh, an investment or a risk that is really worth taking right now? Well, for us, it's understanding where the artificial intelligence that Chat, GPT, chat four, how does it influence delivery of care? Automating the processes of delivery of care, reducing the burden of that care and advancing patient outcomes. Those are the key pillars of health informatics we wanna to utilize today. As we are, like you said, losing healthcare employees, how do we make the rest of those employees more efficient and automate the process through robotic process automation, AI, evidence-based delivery, clinical distance support, all those pieces now are available to us. Now it's our job to orchestrate and create the world that we will live in for the next decade. Um, today's AI, I believe, changes will change healthcare like the way EMRs did 15 years ago. We went from paper to the EMR, 
stabilized that EMR. Now everybody's used to that. Now comes the next big innovation with artificial intelligence. How will we be speaking with the AI? How will AI be influencing our, our clinical decisions? How will we embrace AI, not just from the current state of leaders in, in clinical care, but also those in, in medical school? How do we teach that so that they, they develop their utilization of AI as a partner in care and not just a side uh, um, interesting um, uh, delivery model? It will be and is important that we integrate this artificial intelligence in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate that. And it's certainly, um, you know, a, a great sign that AI has a lot of potential in a lot of ways that um, it's really making life ideally easier for clinicians and the patient experience better. Now, I, before we wrap up our conversation, I was wondering if you could look into the future and where do you see some of the best opportunities and ways for growth for yourself as your CMIO, as well as the teams that you work with? What do you see in the future and how, you know, will those things evolve? Well, I think um, going back and looking at our mistakes in the past, uh, embracing health equity with technology, terms we, we hear out there called techquity, is just bringing all patients evidence-based care by removing the burdens of that care. EMRs in the past, there were race-based calculators that predicted different outcomes depending on race, removing those. Removing the biases of healthcare will deliver better care in the future. Uh, another one is collaboration between healthcare and private markets, a, a, a synergy between the funding for investments in healthcare innovations by leaderships who have guiding principles and evidence-based practice deliver care in the healthcare networks. That synergy will grow, I believe, as we really readjust to the current healthcare financial issues uh, plaguing many healthcare networks across the United States. Uh, cloud collaborations for research, utilizing data lakes and collaborating, not just within a network, but across networks. We have multiple opportunities now to connect to national, international databases for research so that one clinician at one network can facilitate the data of a similar patient group or cohort throughout the world. Uh, that will be uh, delivering better care. Predictive modeling, of course, is definitely uh, going to be part of that. Again, back to the artificial intelligence, AI is guiding evidence-based practice. But for all of us, the patients will have apps to deliver care for themselves, to help them make decisions, chatbots, et cetera. The clinical EMR will evolve over the next few years to become a very powerful tool and a collaborative partner in the care we deliver. And for operations finance, access to the data to create that predictive financial modeling that's required to, do, to, to, to bring in the importance of where we are two weeks from now, two months from now, two years from now, and have confidence in our decision-making processes. Because not just patient care is reliant upon that, but the survivability of healthcare itself. As we do more with less, there's less money, less people, but, but the same number of patients and more are coming. We have to be prepared to be more efficient in delivering that care for those patients and all patients equally unbiased and evidence-based. 
Absolutely. I love that. Thank you so much, Dr. Villarin, for being here and, and really talking through so many different areas that are exciting um, for healthcare and technology, as well as what to look out for ahead. Um, you know, this has been a really fun conversation, and I'm excited to see you as well in October at our Health IT Digital Health and Revenue Cycle event. I know a lot of these themes will be uh, talked about and touched on and, and really explored more in depth. So thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Look forward to seeing you soon, and thank you for the opportunity to present here at Beckers. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.